Welcome to Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 85 of Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Guess who's back? The Count's back. 85? Boy, that is number of orgasms I've had in the past millennia. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Happy 40th birthday, Josh. Why, thank you. How was it? Uh, my mom called me to ask if I sounded any older, and of course I answered the phone like this. <laughs> oh, as, I feel as you so do. much older. Oh, I'm decrepit now. Uh, no, it was good. It was good. We, uh, I got some toys, went to an escape room, uh, sat, in, sat in the car with Ruth and cried over a video. Um, yeah, no, it was a, it was a good birthday. Um, so we made a joke last week. I'm guessing you haven't listened to the episode, but the reason you weren't here last week is because you're regenerating into your new Time Lord form. This um, is this is true. We were all speculating what skinny British actor you'll come out as next. Uh, <laughs> the consensus was Eccleston, but we're not sure. <laughs> I said you you would pop out as Eccleston wanting to talk about existence. Oh, uh, see, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my vote in for uh, Richard Iowata. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Partially because I I have any time there's like a doctor recast, I'm just like Richard Iowata. <laughs> and every that time they're like, no. <sighs> you know they they need to take chances with their casting. That's all. I'm just saying. Richard Iwata would be great. And I now know how to pronounce his last name. <laughs> you know, the the only reason I can successfully pronounce his last name is because of a Tim Minchin song. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, but, but yeah, no, you actually, uh, you unknowingly uh, contributed to a very Rob Paulson heavy birthday. Um, complete coincidence. Uh, this is the part where we kind of talk about gifts josh got uh so i wanted to repeat what we did last year where we got you a funny cameo Mm -hmm. and i had a coupon from cameo i have no idea that they did coupons i just opened my email up and there was like (laughs) save 60 percent of the cameo oh hey but it was like certain cameos i couldn't get like billy d williams because i thought that would have been fucking sweet uh so you had like certain creators you could pick from i was like okay let's see what we got and um, Ricky Berwick popped up. So I was like, you know what? I think uh, <laughs> let's try this. And I sent Cliff notes and I pissed him off <laughs> or something. And um, he sent back. I'm not going to even bother putting it on, on the air for people to listen to because it was pretty 
horrible and piss poor, but he basically called you an ableist and yelled at you for smoking a lot of weed. And then <laughs> yes, ended it did. with spitting. <laughs> he just got all frothed up. <laughs> it was it was both hilarious and a little terrifying. Um, this doesn't uh, yeah, he, my love he, for uh, Ricky Berwick, but I know not to cross him. See, <laughs> now the funny thing is, I I did not find him frightening before that video. <laughs> but you know, him basically getting into my face, being like. Why are you so afraid of me, Josh? That's that's enough to make me afraid of him. Yeah, he he went from like lovable creep, Ricky Berwick, which is like his shtick, or like poking fun at his disabilities, to like angry meathead Ricky Berwick. And he, he did throw a lot. He, he did he did flash over at the end and just be like, Nah, I'm just kidding. I love Josh. Yeah, yeah, he, he did that weird like. I'm just kidding. I love you. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Fuck you. Bye. You know, it's like, okay, Ricky Berwick. Uh, so I was like, okay, I had to get you a gift like quick because I was like, this is a shitty birthday gift. You're turning 40. What could I do? And I kind of just was going through the grocery list of your interests. And you said you didn't have any of the turtles. I found Raphael and I was like, uh, Rob Paulson of the classic turtles is maybe not your favorite, but Rob Paulson, I just picked it. But then Ruth totally went above and beyond and got you literal Rob Paulson. Got me got me literal Rob Paulson. Like just just holy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh and it, I I'm still I'm still kind of just like <laughs> because it doesn't it doesn't feel real. And she um Oh man, she she really did pull one over on me too. Cause so I uh, I mentioned this off. I I don't think I've mentioned it on the air yet. But we went to an escape room. Um, it was a lot of fun. We did two. We beat both. Uh, we had seventy minutes to beat either one. Uh, both were seventy minutes long. We did one in uh fifty two minutes and the other in fifty four. So go us. Very cool. Uh, and also lots of credit to the the employee they had working there because that guy. Uh, I'll have to send you guys a picture of it, but like when we finished the first first escape room, he came in. And he was just like, "Holy crap, guys! You I, you did amazing! Like that's that's great time. You did this in 52 minutes. You had like 18 minutes to spare, and like." You looked calm, calm as hell when you were in here too. I I barely had time. Like this is, I know this is uh your your birthday as is noted in our notes. So I I barely had time to finish your birthday card. And I was expecting like, you, you know, when whenever there's like, whenever you go someplace and you're given a birthday card, it's just a generic birthday card, you know. Right. Well, the outside is is generic, but the inside was blank. And when he said he barely had time to finish my birthday card, I'm going to send you what he did in 52 minutes here. Taking a picture right now. Excellent podcasting. (laughs) There we go. So, yeah, he did that 
in 52 minutes. Oh, shit. Damn. That's awesome. And, like, that was, that's, like, I, 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 both Ruth and I were shocked, because, like, that's not, that's not what you expect when someone hands you a birthday card from a place you've gone for your birthday. Guys, talented as fuck. It's a drawing of a zombie pirate in Cthulhu. One's holding birthday present, the other's holding a birthday cake. And it says, happy birthday. And it's super cool. I was expecting, like, he just wrote happy birthday and couldn't figure out what to write next. And, yeah, so when he said he barely had time to finish my birthday card, that's that's what he was doing while we were in the escape room. That's freaking awesome. That's pretty fucking sweet. Cool. But anyway, so before we got into the escape room, uh, you know, we went out and we grabbed a burger real quick. And we're waiting for the burger. So first off, I had the car for the day. So I went to pick up Ruth from work, and then we went out to the escape room. And she had asked me to bring the iPad. I wasn't even, like, I completely forgot to bring the iPad. And she hits me with, like, I really, I really needed to email something to Tony, like, that was on the iPad. And I was like, that's no problem. You want to go back home and get the iPad? Needless to say, she did not need to email Tony. <laughs> so we're, we're waiting for our burger. We have the, she has the iPad and she's like feigning, like she's emailing something. Then she's just like, Oh, by the way, there's a, you know, and this, this part is true. So like this, this wasn't made up, but she was like the, the escape room we're going to, they have new owners since the last time we went there. Uh, and you know, you've got to sign the release. So I signed the release, which is just like, you know, the waiver. So if I die in the escape room, they're not liable. Uh, and then she's like, and then there's like a, a, I guess like a video that, that goes with the rooms now. And she went out of her way to not only spin this fantastic yarn, but then she, you know, she hands me the iPad and it, it, it's, it actually looks like an amateur video from like an escape room. It's got like, you know, the very amateur graphics and moving. It looks like someone just, just finished figuring out digital editing. Austin Scape Hour, and then it cuts over to Rob Paulson's face. And the funny thing is, I thought I had done something. I was like, was I, was I looking at Rob Paulson on here? Did I, what did I do? What did I mess up? <laughs> and then I hear, hello, Josh. And I had to hit pause because I just like instantly, instantly my eyes filled with tears in this burger joint. <laughs> and I'm like, I, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't. And I paused it and I, you know, waited, waited for the burgers and then went out to the car and. Dude made, obviously, yes, Ruth paid for it through Cameo, but 
dude made me like a four and a half minute birthday video. That's friggin' sweet. That's like and, most of these guys can't be bothered to do like 30 seconds. Yeah. And and to fully convey, uh, I don't think I don't think Ruth is because Ruth filmed my reaction to it. But I don't think she's shared that with anyone, maybe other than my sister. But he starts out by saying, you know, let's get this out of the way. Sing along. And then he does Nations of the World. Which is awesome. And you can just pull that out of thin air. Yeah. And y'all know I can do the same. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I was so in shock that I could not sing along. (laughs) <laughs> like I just I just sat and stared with my jaw in my lap kind of wiping tears. Uh cuz not only did he I really and I expected it to just be like okay he did the song he said he said my name that's probably it. But no, he just keeps going on and, and like clearly read what Ruth had written about me and mentioned Pikmin's and that he was going to have to Google it. And that alone was just like, what? So Josh, right. let me, let me explain something to you. So you get a limited number of characters to communicate to the people when you're ordering a cameo. I guarantee you Ruth paid extra money for extra characters to tell everything about you to Rob Paulson. Yep. That's how above and beyond she went. It's, it really, I, I'm yeah it so yeah it was a, a four and a half minute personalized video from Rob Paulson where uh it genuinely felt like he he actually cared about what he was recording uh and and as silly as it sounds like it, it couldn't have made me what I thought I couldn't be any happier he ended it with the classic Good night, everybody. <laughs> Dude, That's so that, cool. Happy birthday. Thank Indeed. You. What that about was, the eating? Did you get any good uh, birthday food? Uh, got a lot of different, a lot of different donuts. Uh, I had had them before, but I, I was, I was gifted a full box of those uh, matchi donuts. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, so yep. I got to try some, some different flavors that I hadn't before. Uh, and that was really cool. I had a, I don't know if this is the actual name, but we were calling them croffles. Apparently it's the new, new food craze where like they take a fresh made croissant and make a waffle out of it. I've had it really good. And yeah, that was, that was very tasty. Um, trying to think of what else. Those mochi donuts are amazing, but they're like the greasiest fucking donut I've ever had. You know, I I noticed that depending on what uh what flavor you get, some are considerably less greasy than others. Uh, but I the, had uh, like five in a sitting, which I don't think you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I had three in a sitting, and I I I also don't. I I don't think you're supposed to have more than like a couple of those little anal bead bites. Yeah, like half of one. 
Anal bead bites. That's just. Uh. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what they look that's like. That's what they are, though. I, I I totally understood, but at the same time, I was like, uh, like the thought of an <laughs> anal bead bite <laughs> made my skin. Uh, you know, shiver. you know what one I really really liked though that uh, was very surprising to me was the funnel cake one. Oh, that was good. The, oh, did you? Uh, does yours come with the powder? Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know what? I'll be damned if that didn't somehow taste like both a donut and a funnel cake. I liked the awesome. uh, Fruity Pebbles one was really yes. good. Uh, I had a lot of that. Um, well, are you looking yeah, forward no, was... to 50? <laughs> Definitely not. The next big milestone. Oh, I feel like everybody should have a fun, nerdy themed 42nd birthday because the answer to everything is 42. Um, this is true. Me and Mike have passed that milestone, but you're next, Josh. And hey, yeah. technically speaking, I do already know what's coming uh, coming for my 41st birthday, and that's Eternia. Oh yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, Mike, what's going on with you? Anything? Same uh, shit, different day. Yeah, exactly. Just back to work. Back to being annoyed. <laughs> yep. Just, uh, sucks. Me too. Uh, plug time. Race by Rentals. You guys just dropped part one of your massive dive into the Aliens and Predator universe. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> once again, you two assholes are melting faces with your <laughs> <laughs> amounts of nerdy knowledge. Uh, yeah, Danny Glover runs like a weirdo. I love, I love watching the man run. It's funny. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger too. Boogeyman's Closet is on a break. Do you guys yep. like The Simpsons? I like The Simpsons. You should check out So It's Come to This, a pretty super awesome Simpsons podcast. We've got Mike McCoy, FX, Coffin Dreams, LLC. If you guys need goth stuff, she's doing tattoos now. She's learning to do well, tattoos. Yeah, she's she's practicing. She still needs to find an apprenticeship and obviously, you know, get become a licensed tattooer but she's she's been practicing a lot and it's it's freaking amazing she's tattooing the fruit if you want a free tattoo and you're willing i'm sure she'd be interested and if you're not afraid of your own blood lots and lots of your own blood uh and she'd be willing to do that (laughs) filling if you're like me and you've always fantasized about having a where's waldo tattoo where Waldo is hiding on your asshole, she might be the person to do it. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to ask her that. Just for you. <laughs> now, is this, is, this inspired, is this inspired by Rob Schneider's famous subway tattoo on his asshole? <laughs> oh my right. God, I was in tears over that. We'll, we'll get back to that in a second. Uh, and also, if you guys need nerdy stuff in East Aurora, New York, Jerry's Closet, check them out. Uh, they're open on weekends at the East Aurora Flea Market. Uh, Josh, not that any of us are shocked. You had some edibles for your 40th birthday. <laughs> uh, and you went on an epic tear against Rob Schneider for some reason. <laughs> well, let's see. Okay, it was it was a few nights ago. I, I had this moment where I was like, you know what? 
I got some extra strength edibles and decided I was going to indulge with uh, quite a bit of uh, higher dosage than normal for me. And oh boy, uh, it's funny because the first like the first hour, I di- really didn't think I was feeling it. But what made me realize I was really fucking high was the fact that Ruth had suggested we put on the Rob Schneider movie, The Hot Chick. <laughs> and so wait, wait, I have a question. Part, part of part of my here. realizing. Part of is my she realizing Rob how Schneider high fan? I was. She is not. Okay. Uh, she had apparently, she told me later on that apparently she had remembered seeing it when she was younger uh, and had remembered it being funnier, which I think we're all guilty of, at least for one movie. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, but she suggested that. And, you know, part of my realization of how high I was was Maybe about an hour into the movie, I was just like, God, I must have already been really high because I did not object to this at all. <laughs> like, I, I said nothing about why are we watching this garbage fire? And not once during the entire movie did I question it. I watched that whole goddamn movie with Rob Schneider. And by the end, I I was angry at Rob Schneider. I felt like Rob Schneider owed me money, and not a we're not talking a small amount of money. We're talking minimum a few hundred bucks for having sat through that in its entirety and not complained. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, I decided that it would. You know what? I'm just gonna pull it up. I'm just going to pull up my my anger and aggression towards Rob Schneider and uh, Jared Fogle from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> because when you think of one, you think of the other. So, yeah, it's uh, it's either either Rob Schneider gives me money for watching his movie or I get to watch him locked in a room with Subway Jared for an hour while he's dressed like the hot chick with a subway foot long tattooed on his butthole. That's right. A foot, a foot long on hearty Italian right on his puckered little shit kisser. And he's about to get all the toppings on his sub. He can even have one of them little crappy microwave cookies and a bag of sun chips. Eat fresh. <laughs> That's right. When you think it's all over, he'll do his deadpan look at the camera and say, should I tell him I prefer Quiznos? And then those little rat things will show up with huge erections, bigger than their bodies. Rob Schneider gulps in horror, fade to black. And then you get the sound of Rob Schneider grunting and questioning life as the credits play. <laughs> and of course, you have to have the little rat to go, he quit the song! <laughs> I've never heard Rob of Rob Schneider's <laughs> Oh, Oh, and let me tell you, when I uh, when I went back and read through what I had sent to Mike, (laughs) 
Mind you, I was at work when I was getting these texts. <laughs> so I'm trying to like keep a straight face and answer calls professionally. And I'm looking at my phone and seeing this this rant. Rob Diver's puckered little shit kisser. Oh my god, I damn near lost it. Oh no, I when I finished reading through what I had sent, I uh I broke myself <laughs> and I was I was sitting downstairs at like 1 a.m. trying to laugh as quietly as possible because I didn't want to wake up Ruth and explain why I was laughing like an idiot. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's 1, 1 a.m. and I'm sitting there crying and doing the Muttley laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all because of fucking Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider, derp to derp, derp to derp to dumb. You know what? This episode's going to be titled Rob Schneider is a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This summer, Rob Schneider is a podcast. Um, (laughs) Any day that I hear a new term for assholes or dicks that I've never heard before, it's a glorious day, and I've never heard shit kiss her before. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Oh, and, and now the, the extra funny thing is I took way too long debating on that because I, I remember distinctly sitting there and just being like, Rob Schneider's puckered little. What is it? Is it a shit kisser or is it a dick kisser? What's that? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a shit kisser. He doesn't deserve dicks. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, fuck. I was angry. Shit kisser. I was ang- angry when we, when I, like, finished the movie and had the realization of just, like, I just watched that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I just watched an entire Rob Schneider movie, and it felt like it was three hours. <laughs> I saw Deuce Bigelow in the theater and had the same realization when it was over. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, show and tell. I I didn't get much. I know, Josh, you got the most out of all of us. I got two things. I got the pregnant Jessica Drew Marvel legend, which doesn't do anything. She's just a pregnant spider woman. With a changeable set of hands. That's it. Uh, I got her because she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just felt like that but was a mouthful. Is her, is her tummy squishy? No. You can't squish Mother. the tummy. Uh, I felt bad, like, tossing her around because there's a baby inside of her. So she can't do, like, crazy <laughs> smart ass shit. Uh, you know, I was afraid she'd fall or something. And uh, I sent you guys a picture. I finally found the invisible... Donatello. Nice. And of all the monsters, he's probably the weakest. But I think that's not his fault. It's Invisible Man's fault because how do you make it fun? Right. You know, um, he's got that, like, if, if you've seen pictures of the neck Invisible Man, they have a sculpt with, like, the head, the wraps unraveling. He's got that. He's got some clear plastic hands. There's not much you can do to make it fun unless you want to have him, like, with see-through skin. Like they didn't I go do, that far. I do really like what they did with the shell, though. That's cool. 
Um, and if you got the other ones, you got to have Donatello. Uh, but it's just like I saw him. I was like, got to get him. And then I got him open, opened him up. And I was like, yeah. Um, I hope that's, that's kind of how I felt about uh, April. Yeah, same kind of same ballpark. I hope they do Shredder, Bebop and Rocksteady and Krang. Because uh, they've gotten Casey. If they've gone that deep, I feel like those guys are inevitable. Um, Mike, what'd you get? Um, <clears throat> not much. I got another uh, Haya Toys figure. <gasps> the, uh... <laughs> Shocks. No, no, Haya Toys, not Joy Toy. All right. Sorry. <laughs> um, it was the Scout Predator. Uh, like been watching so much Alien and Predator, I was like, I want a non-clear Predator. Um, he's really cool. Uh, the the articulation is definitely kind of limited. Um, the RoboCop stuff, I don't know, like if it's a different team at Haya or if they just learned a bunch. But the RoboCop stuff is freaking amazing. Um, the Predator stuff is cool, but everything feels kind of limited with it. Um, but still, for a little three and three fourth inch Predator figure, and he was only twelve bucks, it's like, yeah, I can't really complain. Um, this is better than some of the three and three fourth inch figures you could buy for 12 bucks, you know, at target. Yeah. Um, then my, my wife got me for Easter, the, uh, Cobra reaction shock trooper. Um, so the super seven little reaction GI Joe figures, he's really cool. Uh, like I, I have a soft spot for reaction figures and he's just a cool, like space figure. Um, now the, the shocker of joy toy is I got the, uh, the Black Templar bike for Warhammer, and this thing is a fucking beast. Like, I did not expect this thing to be so damn hefty, yeah. um, but it's it's got some weight to it, and the paint job is amazing. Like, the tires have weathering effects on it. There's weathering on the metal. Like, it's it just looks like a war-torn bike, um, but it's got these two, like, giant guns on the front. It fits a Space Marine perfectly. Um, and since I had one of the Black Templars already, I was like, ah, you know, that's perfect. So now it's it's my Black Templars ride. And um, man, this this thing is awesome. Like it, for for twenty five bucks, it's well, well worth it. Way better quality than some of the uh, some of the, you know, vehicles I've seen in toy stores. So um, I'm not going to lie, because I looked at them recently, every time I go on Amazon, the algorithm brings up different mechs. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm like, oh, and I just like I, I need the money for other stuff <laughs> um, so I don't do it. But, yeah, it's tempting. See, I've I've pulled back on a lot of my collecting only because I kept getting disappointed over and over again with NECA. Um, so it's like NECA. I pretty much dropped it down to just Toonie Terrors, the occasional uh, ultimate figure. If it's like like any Jason ultimate figure, I will still get. But, like, if they do, like, a new Puppet Master Ultimate, it's like, okay, I'll buy that. Um, possibly the D&D stuff, like, as, as much as I'm afraid to mess with them too much, like, the D&D stuff is really nice. But I'm overall NECA, I'm just kind of done with. Um, Origins, I'm still collecting, but I'm not, like, I'm not going out of my way to, like, order them online or anything. It's just if I can find them, I'll grab them. Yeah. A few a few characters I'll order online. Like I ordered ahead with uh, Squeeze and Snakeface because I really want them. Um, but then yeah, like GI Joe, as as like you guys have heard my complaints about Classified. As much as I think they look gorgeous, it's just not what I want out of a GI Joe figure. 
so I don't really buy them. I get a, an occasional Star Wars figure. Uh, try more with the three and three fourth inch. And I find that with with Joy Toy and Haya, like I tend to play with these figures a lot more and, and enjoy the collecting more. So I'm like, you know, fuck trying to fill in gaps like, oh, I need this character. Or I need this, you know, the this iconic character from this property I like. I'd rather just buy the figures that I want to put on my shelf and, and you know, pose around. So that's kind of why I went with Joy Toy again, because it's like I really like the way these figures look and I love the way they feel now. Like they're they're not fragile anymore. <laughs> and I love them. Um, so I forgot something before we get to you, Josh. Brought to you by Jerry's Closet, your one stop shop for Lex, the TV series on VHS and the trading cards, a great sci fi show that nobody liked. Uh, but Sam knows all about it because she's a super nerd. Uh, Target's been doing clearance, um, D&D stuff. A lot of Hasbro things are getting marked down and thrown out finally. And the movies, Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe stuff is finally getting clearanced. And I picked up Scarlet for the sole purpose and that other ninja lady because she's a new character and it was like six bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, people are kitbashing Dr. Afra from Star Wars with Scarlet's head. And like a gun if they can find it, and making Elsa Bloodstone. Oh, the, nice! Uh, like Marvel Knights character. Mm. So I'm kind of slowly trying to make my own Elsa Bloodstone because I love the character, but this way is more cheap, more cheaper, whatever. English bad uh, than getting her in the A Force box set, which was a Toys R Us exclusive right when they closed that I didn't pick up. Um, so yeah, if you haven't yet, check out your local Target. Um, Lots of just random clearance at every store. It's kind of different. But the D&D stuff is already getting clearanced, uh, the animated. Um, but watch your, you know, the quality control sucks dick. That's why I didn't buy any of them. Uh, yep. Random McFarland stuff. And, you know, McFarland's great if it's on clearance. And uh, everything else is sort of like hit or miss, what you see at the stores. I've seen random Transformers, Lego, you know, take your pick. Josh. Speaking so, of target clearance, yeah, perfect segue. Uh, I picked up two of the things that I picked up on target clearance were the Masterverse Roboto and Stratos. You were so uh, lucky. Both of which I got for ten bucks. And holy crap, I love them both. Yeah, um, they're they're both good figures. I've only seen Frosta. Everybody else grabbed Roboto ASAP. I was I was really surprised to see a Roboto hanging around because I I thought they were all gone from the area because uh really all I really I mostly saw around was uh Frost and Evil Inn and I grabbed Evil Inn as soon as I saw her initially so I was like well okay missed the boat on the rest and then I stumbled onto both of them uh, and yeah holy crap I love both of them um I do feel like I'll agree with Mike completely. I do feel like Roboto needs more to mm. feel like Roboto. It's the hands. I feel like yeah. his hands are what they skipped on. Uh, but I like him a lot. The design is great. I love that he still has the moving jaw. Uh, Stratos, I absolutely love the new Eternia additions to him. The weird little breath mask that looks like a beak. Yep, I love like, that. That's just awesome. Uh, and then I can jump uh, right into what I found today, which is uh, I paid full price for Master vs. Shadow Weaver because I've wanted a Shadow Weaver toy since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and I didn't collect classics, so this is the first time I've ever seen a retail Shadow Weaver, and I jumped on her. And I think she's awesome. 
Um, they did something really, really interesting with her where she's not a salt and pepper shaker under that robe. Okay. She is actually like three, there are three separate ball jointed pieces under that robe. Uh, so you can kind of like pose the bottom to look different ways. Oh, that's cool. It's, it's really interesting. I haven't fully played with, around with it to see how useful it is, but in theory, uh, I like just from looking at it, it was like, I like where they're going with this. This is interesting. And, uh, and yeah, no complaints with her really. She's, she's exactly what you would expect. Uh, although a heads up to anyone listening and you guys, if you pick up shadow weaver, remember you do have to drape her, uh, her cloak over her arms in the in the package it's her cloak is fully taped behind her in the in the blister mm-hmm. uh so yeah once you untape it and get it out it doesn't just hang behind her like a cape it actually does slip over her arms so heads but up put it over her arms for it to look I good. really really hope that origins gets on that man i hope so too uh so needed in that scale they, they need to finish the horde. They do. Yeah. Uh, I hope that like once they're wrapped up with the snake men, which is very soon, they get back to the horde and uh, get that taken care of. Cause I feel like if you're going to go out, like if it's running out of steam, wrap that up. But, um, but yeah, what else? What else? So much to, I got uh, from you. I got the uh, super seven ultimate rap who is fucking awesome. Like, eh. I'm sure I won't pull the trigger on the rest of them. But having him in hand, like the nostalgia hit hard and it was an instant moment of like, I put him in the vintage pose and was just like, "Ah, okay, yeah, this is awesome. I have two questions. Yes. What head did you use? Uh, Vintage style. What are your opinions on the hips? I don't have any problems with them. Uh, mine are pretty tight overall. Trying to think. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything that that really stood out. I don't have any problems, but I feel like that peg is super thin. Just looking at it, and I'm afraid I'm going to break it by playing with it too much. Like, I've never heard any complaints about them breaking. I just look at it, and I'm like, this is an expensive toy. I want to be careful. Yeah. Um, I used the secondary head. I don't know why. I feel like it makes them stand out a little more, um, but they're both awesome. Um, oh, jumping jumping back to Masterverse for a second. I also got the uh, Mattel Creations exclusive. Uh, you know, they call her Darklin, but really she's Godlin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, or Goddesslin. Uh, my only complaint with her is that I feel like she should have come with a power sword. Yeah. Um, other than that, man, she's freaking perfect. She might be one of the best Masterverse figures. Uh, next to Too Bad. Too Bad is probably the best. But I agree. But something about her, they just nailed. Um, they got her perfect. She's uh, The soft goods on her are awesome. They look really good, like the printing on the inside of the cape. Looks really good, like a nice star field. Uh, the her like power blast accessories fit on her hands great. Yeah, I I got no complaints with her. I am I am glad I grabbed her. 
And interesting to note that um, I think she is probably the first Motu figure in general to go completely plastic-free packaging. Because she had no plastic. She just, like, she had a, an outer box that had really nice printing on it, uh, really cool artwork. It folded open. Once you opened it, she was just kind of held inside with, like, a cardboard sleeve, and that was it. Cool. I mean, I would hope, coming direct from Mattel, that the quality control isn't as much of a problem as it would be if you're buying it at retail. Yeah. Um, did you uh, get you Skeletor? I did not. I didn't bother with him, because I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I was, like, tempted, but then I was like, well, then I must go back and get everything else. And I was just like, forget it. I don't want it. Uh, I did, however, while it was in stock briefly, grab uh, from Big Bad Toy Store the Snake Trooper. Oh, nice. Who cool. is exactly what I wanted from it. It is a horde trooper with a snake head. I don't know what else to say. It's perfect. And it explodes? Yep. Still awesome. explodes. Has uh, Makes absolutely no sense because it's like entirely mechanical with a snake head. <laughs> Eh, but why not? I, right? It's weird, and I love it. Uh, and then jumping over to Transformers, uh, I got I got a couple of Transformers. I got the I see. I always want to call him Jazz, and he's not Jazz. Uh, Legacy Evolution Animated Prowl. Yes. The oh yeah, I looked at that the other day. He's worth it. The robot is uh, really sweet. I I say this very enthusiastically. His transformation is so simple that you feel like there should be more, and it's perfect for that. Like, it's, it's streamlined. It works well. He looks great in both modes. You can do it really, really quick. Um, no, he's, he is awesome. And I also got Leader Class Skyquake. I have nothing but amazing things to say about Skyquake, but I, instead of singing the praises of Skyquake himself, I have to take this time to bash on Hasbro for their piss-poor instructions for Skyquake. <laughs> because by the time I got Skyquake, a lot of people already had their pre-orders in for him. And they'd already discovered that there were apparently quality control issues where a lot of the pieces didn't sit flush and sit correctly in the transformation. And they thought they had found the issue and shaved part of the landing gear or took it apart and shaved another uh, corresponding piece. Nope. Nope. It's that the instructions were made so piss poor that following the instructions, there is no way to get it to sit together properly. Because not only do they not do things in the correct order, because there's a specific order you have to do it in, but they completely omit a step that locks everything together. So there are no quality control issues with the figure. It's the instructions. 
fucking Hasbro. And I'm not getting it because <laughs> I'll break it. Well, I mean, it's not that like it's not that anything is wrong enough that it would break. It's that the way the instructions show you transforming essentially like the front half of the jet into his torso. Yeah. They don't line up properly and it let it doesn't let the arms lock in properly. Because to to essentially break it down as simply as possible to transform him correctly, you need to start with the landing gear out. If you start with the landing gear in, the piece that you fold doesn't have enough clearance inside. So as long if you, as you- yeah. If you start if you start with it out and then fold it in when you're about to snap everything together, everything lines up perfectly, it's perfectly flush. And the thing that is completely omitted from the instructions is the fact that uh the the canopy for the cockpit mm. has to feed through the backpack when you lock the backpack together because the backpack comes together in two halves and there's a small gap that I thought looked like it was supposed to hold the canopy, but I didn't see it in the instructions and I didn't want to force it because it's clear plastic. But I would know that in a minute. Well, that's the thing is it has an extra hinge in there. To let you bend it back in that way. But the instructions don't show it and you can't see it readily. So I wasn't about to do it and risk breakage. It's pretty frickin' durable, because it's meant to feed through the backpack. (laughs) And once it's fed through the backpack and the backpack's locked together from its two halves, everything locks in perfectly. So, fuck you, Hasbro. Fuck you for piss-poor instructions on a $55 figure. This is your Fuck You Hasbro segment, brought to you by Jerry's Closet. Your one-stop shop for that little cool box of vintage pornography on the floor. Jerry's closet. <laughs> also, you, you know, you know what it's time for. It's time, time to, feed, to feed the beasts. A uh, quick side note: um, I'm just the whole time we've been talking, I've been putzing around here with this predator figure, and uh, while it's not shown on the package or anywhere in the like little insert, um, his claws extend. Oh, cool! I had no idea. I'm sitting here like you know, moving them around and it felt like the claws were loose. And I'm like, Oh no, are they going to fall out? And I went to go move them. And I'm like, wait, wait, Holy shit. They, they pull out. <laughs> so like, that's kind of cool. So I went back and checked it on my other predator figure and yeah, they apparently all their claws pull out. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Um, I haven't watched any movies. I started watching a movie called Lycanthropinator, like reanimator with a werewolf on Tubi. So I was like, I have to watch it with this title. And I like, it was boring. And then I clicked to the end and it was funny. And I just didn't finish. And then I finally started watching Wakanda forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm only like an hour and 20 minutes through it. And it's like two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, it's a, that's a long and uh, I like what I've seen so far. You know. Oh, yeah, it's, um, a, good, it's a good flick. But uh, maybe I'll finish it today. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Uh, I've been watching Walking Dead mostly, which didn't get any better. <laughs> it stayed <laughs> the same. 
Uh, I've mostly, I haven't really watched anything outside of the Alien and Predator movies and Nightmare on Elm Street movies, all for podcast reasons. Um, I did for, <laughs> the other night I got really bored and I'm like, you know, a movie I haven't watched in forever is Porky's. And uh, found it online and watched it and I'm like, wow, this is a, it, it's still a really funny movie, but holy hell, there's some stuff in it, man, that I forgot about. Did you get time to check out Renfield? Not yet, no. Damn. Yeah, me neither. I really want, I do want to see that. Um, and I still want to take Caleb to go see the Mario Brothers movie. I haven't been able to see that either. Doesn't that suck? Just like <laughs> time. Yeah. Finding time. Peaches, 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 <laughs> peaches, 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 peaches. Oh, the uh, Bowser song, son of a bitch. Yeah. See, okay. now, the thing that I sent Josh is that. Jack Black did the most subtle Rick roll of all time. Apparently that song is done in the same key of uh, never going to give you up. Oh, so I, I found several videos on it where they, they kind of break it down and then align the two and they match up. <laughs> it's like Jack Black, you demented genius. That's it's, awesome. Yeah, it's it, you, there's no way he didn't do that on purpose. There's no way. So well, that's cool. Um, big news, guys. Special announcement. Uh, in lieu of our um, endorsement this week, our paid commercials, which we have a ton of, uh, my daughter asked if she could make a segment for the show. And I said, you're my daughter. I can't tell you no, of course. And she wrote... An entire radio drama for us to give you the fans in three segments. Um, maybe it'll work. Maybe it comes to the mind of a seven-year-old and there'll be problems. I, I need just another moment. Sorry. Um, maybe the cats are biting Josh. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, how many times have you eaten Resident Evil now, Mike? Um, ju- uh, just the two times. And, um, I did start it over on hardcore mode now that I have the infinite rocket launcher. Yeah. And um, it's I haven't haven't had much of a chance to play. Like I got up to the um, up to the castle. And uh, I do have to say that freaking what is it? Del Lago, whatever the, the lake monster. Oh, my God. Like I was getting so angry at that fight because like the infinite rocket launcher ain't going to help you. Um, and I, for whatever reason, am really bad at dodging him when he jumps up out of the water. Yeah. And like the tree stumps that stick out. See those I can dodge. And that, that's, that's the thing. It's like on hardcore, you know, three hits, you're done. And, you know, it's like if he bumps you into something, if he hits you when he comes, jumps out of the water, you know, any of those hits count as one of the hits and, and you're going to die. And I kept getting to, like, the final section where he's, like, flailing all over the place and jumping around. And you just got to get him to do the the pop out of the water one more time and get him in the mouth. Like, I couldn't get to that point because he would jump out of the water over me and I would get hit. And I couldn't escape it. And it was like I kept dying. I died, like, five fucking times trying to get past that. And it's funny because prior to that, I had only died twice on on that uh, that fight. When I played it on, on standard, I died two times for the same reason, then got the rhythm down and was like, okay, I got this. Um, 
And there's only the only other times I died in the game were uh, on. Well, on the original playthrough, I died once in the castle section where you have or the uh, clock tower section where you have to walk really uh, slowly across the scaffolding. Yeah, I've done that. My dumb ass was running and I was just like, oh, why is it? Oh, shit, I broke. Okay. (laughs) Um, And then on standard, the only times I died outside of that damn fight is uh, once with the. I, what is it, Verdugo? I forget how you say it. Yeah. The, the alien monster. Um, He kind of got me in a corner, and he, yeah, I, I was screwed. Um, And then the Salazar fight, I didn't realize he had a one-hit kill. Uh, so I'm sitting there shooting at him, and he lunged across the room and ate me. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know you could do that on this mode. <laughs> so point taken. Keep moving. Yep. Uh... All the times I've died so far on my second playthrough um, have been killing Ashley because I'm rushing around. See, I haven't killed Ashley. I I did die uh, on my second playthrough once with Ashley <clears throat> in the um, the island section where you have to have her like hold the bridge open for you and like you go through and like open the doors and then you have to fight the one uh, regenerator. And the, you have the Ganados coming in trying to, like, kidnap her. Um, yeah. I lost her once there because I was fighting the damn Regenerator, and I missed the Ganado that was holding her, and he turned the corner, and I couldn't shoot him. So, but, yeah, that that's the the only time I died with, with her was, you know, hit someone pulling her off screen. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely killed her a few times. But now... Um. Quick, I know we're we want to get off Resident Evil talk, but I got I got to mention this to you guys. Um, Hasbro does or Hasbro, Jesus, Capcom has a uh, tendency to test the waters for upcoming games using technology in in games that they're releasing. Yeah. Think, think about Resident Evil Four. All right, we have a completely upgraded AI companion. So all of the Ashley Graham stuff, we have the Luis Serra stuff where he actually helps you fight in a couple of scenes. All of that. Tell me they're not setting up the groundwork for a remake of five. I buy it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, considering the way this one ends, mm-hmm. I feel like it's necessary. I also did a little digging. I didn't know this about five, but apparently it was one of their number one selling games of all time. That's interesting. So, yeah, Capcom sold that sold buku bucks for for Capcom, um, and I think because it was the addition of multiplayer, so it was one of those things where a lot of people play because that was a big game for streamers back in the day, uh, because of all the multiplayer modes. So I think what we're gonna be seeing coming up. I mean, yeah, we are gonna get nine. We already know that's coming. But I think that they're probably going to do a Code Veronica and Resident Evil 5 remake still. I think one needs to happen. I want one to happen. Does. I per, My preference would be one Veronica 5. I, uh, yeah. I really want that because I feel like modern audiences don't understand the significance of Wesker. Because I, I watch a lot of YouTubers uh, doing Let's Plays on videos and, on, on video games and stuff. And one guy who was uh, doing a Let's Play of four, he was talking about Wesker. He's like, 
So now I never played the original games. Uh, you know, like I wasn't even born when they were out. And I was like, ow, my age. Um, but he's like, you know, I know the significance of Wesker just from reading about it, but it would be nice to actually see it in the game. And it's like, yeah, that's a really good point. So modern players that are playing like Resident Evil 2, 3, and 4 remakes, they have no idea who this character is at the end of 4. You know, uh, and it's like, you need to kind of establish that in the game continuity. I kind of have a sinking suspicion, too, that much like Resident Evil 8, mm-hmm. they're going to have uh, an expansion where you can play part 4 in first person. Oh, because the groundwork's there with the VR stuff. Um, that would be fun. I think it's there. And there's, like, I'm playing through it, and I'm like, thinking of parts of the game where first person wouldn't work, where you're climbing under stuff. But it's pretty limited, and the environments are pretty open. Um, while they wait to release a new title, I think that would be a way to, like, put a fresh cone of paint on 4. Um, that makes, just me, thought. makes me even happier that I have it on PC now, because then if they do that... You know, keyboard and mouse controls, I'll be all over that. Yep. Yeah. So, are you guys, you the listeners, are you ready for the world's greatest, newest superhero? (laughs) I'm sure they will be. Are you, Josh and Mike, ready? (laughs) Oh, yes. Kind of. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Buckle up. This is our first attempt, kind of, at radio drama. Be right back. He was just a regular food delivery man. Hello, I am a regular delivery man delivering food to places. When one day he had to deliver food to the top secret government butts building. Oh, look, a radioactive butthole. I should feed it hot dogs. Oh, no, it has bitten me. It was then. After being bitten by a radioactive butthole, ordinary regular guy transformed into farting butthole man. Help, help, my baby is stuck in a tree. If only someone could help. (laughs) Oh, thank you, farting butthole man, for saving my tree climbing baby, my hero. Well, that's part one of the epic serial drama. Move over, Flash Gordon. And Little Orphan Annie, it's Farting Butthole Man. Brought to you by my daughter, if you guys haven't guessed yet. <laughs> the fart. <laughs> Are you guys ready for a quick news segment? Because there's not much going on. Uh, yeah, yes. actually, while we're doing that, I'm going to mute for a moment because I just noticed on my phone that I had three texts from work. So something's going on. I will be right back. Oh. Well, Josh, I know you're excited about this. The Batmobile has been showing up. I heard. I also heard that Amazon uh, is canceling pre-orders for it. Yeah. It looks like McFarland oversold. Um, the best place I've heard to grab it is if you have a Macy's with a Toys R Us. Head there. Um, I've been watching reviews and I haven't agreed with any of them yet because they seem to be new reviewers of people with like rose tinted glasses from like Batman and McFarlane stuff. So I'm not sure. Um, and the other problem I've noticed is there's no Batman to f- go inside of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, that seems, that seems like a glaring issue. Uh, none of the Batman 
can do like a 90 degree sit basically uh the jazzwares one has a batman that fits inside of it but it's not as good i guess if you have the mezco batman it sort of fits but take it with a grain of salt uh let's see here there's a superpowers invisible jet coming out from mcfarland which is just a clear plastic jet for invisible woman to ride on i uh, saw that and i won't lie i'm i'm kind of tickled that they made that i am too i'm uh, tickled i haven't gotten the vehicles and i saw that and i was like i gotta get this like this is worth their blown up prices yeah. uh while we wait for mike there is news leaking out that if things go bad with Jonathan Powers or the guy who plays Kang in the Marvel stuff, that he will be recast using some sort of time travel alternate universe shenanigans. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, they have. I teased. hope it does not come to that, but uh, I read somebody like just made a joking suggestion that Terry Crews should replace him, and then I got super excited. So God uh, damn it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's, there's possibilities. The guys who have made the Scream sequels are making some sort of untitled monster movie for Universal. Uh, Super 7 teased a Valeria figure from Conan the Barbarian, which got me excited that they're doing somebody other than Arnold. Um, the new movie Maniacs have been found at retail, which are just throwaway Warner Brothers characters. So there's Ted Lasso, the Wicked Witch of the West, Harry Potter, and Bugs Bunny. I don't know why. And as to be expected, they don't look correct. Yeah, I'm so, not a fan of those at all. So fucking stupid. Mike, you okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I was... Uh, thankfully, it was something simple, but uh, new guy was a little bit nervous about something. <laughs> so okay. I was like, oh, yeah, no, no, I can help you out with that real quick. So there's not, like, airborne monkeypox or anything? <laughs> no, there there was an issue with one of the new alarms that we have installed in our office. He couldn't silence the damn thing. Oh. <laughs> so just s simple enough is this the new guy that likes to take like four week vacations uh no no that, that but it is the guy who well <laughs> he didn't take a four week vacation he he was off for like several days and then called off uh you know after coming back for one day and that that's how i got stuck working my 12 what a peach oh yeah yeah uh mike because you're such a fan of it i am going to be mentioning joy toy now <laughs> yay uh, Joy Toy Warhammer 40k Adepta Soritas Celestine like Angel Ladies. Yep. Are getting figures. They look really cool. The Battle Sisters. Warhammer 40k Astra Melantrium Tempestus. And the 55th Kepic Eagles. Blue guys. They look, <laughs> they look really <laughs> cool. <laughs> Did you just say they're Kegels? They're space Kegels. <laughs> Eagles. I'm sorry. I misspelled the notes. Uh, Swamp Thing is coming space to... Space Kegels. <laughs> in the 55th and a half century. Uh, Swamp Thing is coming to 4K and Blu-ray if you guys are a fan of the original Wes Craven Swamp Thing. Uh, Arcade 1-Up is making a Terminator 2 arcade game machine. This is the first time I'm, like, really excited because I love that fucking arcade game. See, now, I don't know. Like, the one-ups are nice. I do like them. But they're small. You, you have to buy the expansion set that makes it stand fully, you know, like, fully like an arcade machine. 
or have some piece of furniture you can put it on. <laughs> well, they're also like, unless I've grown so much, they're thinner. They're I mean, not yeah, as wide as a regular arcade game. And it's like, why you cut the corner? I'd pay extra. Yeah. You know? The the one I genuinely was tempted by was Killer Instinct. When I saw that one, I was like, oh, damn it. Because yeah. I have never had a proper home port of the original arcade game. Because I didn't have, um, was it an Xbox One, I think, was the last one that came out prior to the mm-hmm. current generation. And the only way to get the arcade port of the original KI was to have uh, the Xbox One. You couldn't even buy it through like the Microsoft Store for uh, for PC. You could buy the the new Killer Instinct. That was that was the fair game, which I have. Not the same. Yeah, it's like I want the old one. I want to play the original arcade one. They're doing a Storm Collectibles Mortal Kombat Goro. Long overdue, in my opinion. That looks nice. Uh, give me one second, guys. Okay. No. <laughs> Not allowed. All right. I felt the sneeze coming. False alarm. I, uh, I do really like Storm Collectibles. I've just never bought any of them. I'm not going to start because I can't afford it. You yeah. Know? But uh, they are like, nice looking. I only collected Storm Collectibles. Yeah. Uh, Hasbro teased more Power Rangers stuff today on their Power Rangers monthly panel. There is another monster coming out in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Minotaur. He looks really cool. The Power Rangers team addressed quality control issues where Marvel and Star Wars haven't, so that's pretty cool. Um, and the new remastered Rangers are going to be coming with their morphers, those belts that they hold up and say yeah. it's morphin' time in their bedroom mirror when they're 15 and nobody's looking. <laughs> um, so that's pretty cool if uh, that's your thing. I think that's it for my... also lightning collection, Rita. Yeah, a better. And I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. She looks pretty damn nice. Yeah, a much better lightning collection, Rita. So the previous way to get her was a two pack that was exclusive to GameStop. Um, that came with Zed. This one looks awesome. I'll be upgrading totally for that Rita because she's got like a actress accurate face and it looks really really good. Um. I think that's it. I have. Oh, and uh, the last voyage of the Demeter coming from Universal. They're finally capitalizing in a right way on the properties, I feel like, with um, Renfield. And now finally a movie about the ship that Dracula comes to England in, uh, which I think is super cool. Um, And it just looks like a straight up monster movie. So uh, I'm excited about that. Did I miss any Transformers news? I don't think so. Um, nothing major. No, not that I can think of. Um, although, although a lot of the Rise of the Beast stuff is starting to show up in uh, Walmart specifically. Walmart is getting a floor palette, uh, which I've seen at several stores now with the cheaper kid-friendly stuff. But then, uh, right in the regular section are the better, higher-priced. But I've only seen uh, Megatron, Cheetor, Airazor, and uh. I think that's it. I haven't even seen those yet, so yeah, there are... you're a step ahead of me. But um, I I won't lie, I want those weird fucking transforming masks. Uh, yeah, I've seen the masks, <laughs> and the there's some two packs that are pretty cool. 
and the little yeah they don't look bad the guns are kind of neat but I'm, I'm gonna wait to see the movie before i kind of get excited about any of this uh transformers is always like the first to go when money's tight for me um sort of like a luxury that uh i kind of pump the brakes on see i very uh i i will happily tell you off air but i saw a handful of spoilers for rise of the beast that i've I'm at the point where, like, Transformers spoilers I really don't care about because it's just, like, after the past several, not counting Bumblebee, I hit that point of, like, what the hell are you doing with this? Right. <laughs> I want to know what the hell you're doing with this before I give money to it. Or, like, they may not fall, fall through on it, so. But I'm I'm pretty happy with what I'm hearing about this. Okay. Uh, it it definitely utilizes something that was supposed to be in Bumblebee, and I guess was never filmed, but was considered a cut scene. That I'm a little bit mad on. Uh, other than that, it it definitely sounds like they're going the right direction because yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff I really like. There's more stuff I like than I don't. There's Josh's big spoiler. <laughs> um, I read some news that got me excited about it in that some things transform. You guys, you oh. ready for that? They go from, they turn into a, they're a car normally, and they turn into a robot. Oh, wait a second. Be still my beating heart. Holy shit. That's like. That's advanced. But and that does, is the stupidest Transformers joke I could get up on the fly. But does it have Mark Wahlberg saying, hey, I think we found a Transformer? Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking Mark Wahlberg. Jesus. Like, <laughs> anytime I see he's in a movie now, I immediately lose excitement. Aw. <laughs> I, I, I do. I, I, just, I, I don't hate the guy. You know exactly I, what you're going to get with him. And it's just like, I don't. I want to see shit. his funky bunch. <laughs> I just couldn't get over that, like in the the one trailer. The hey, I think we found a transformer. Like I just I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, he's the, the delivery was so bad. It's always like he's one of those actors, just Mark Wahlberg playing Mark Wahlberg playing a doctor or a cop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like hey, we found some transformer. I can't do Mark Wahlberg, but <laughs> he's like really quick, talky. Like hey, I'm a priest now. Oh. <laughs> okay, thanks, Mark Wahlberg. Um, I liked him Boogie Nights, but I think I like the other actors in Boogie Nights. That is like, a disturbing movie on a lifting him up. I, Boogie I, Nights is great. I watched that a few years ago, and I was like, man, this is a really disturbing movie. Like, it's a good movie. Don't get me wrong, but man, it, it's it's fucked up. Um, yeah. I can't really like gush about it without coming off like a huge pervert, but uh, it's I find it to be like great movie. Anyways, <laughs> guess what, guys? Did you know Farting Butthead? Butthead, fuck, Farting <laughs> Bubble Man has even more adventures. Okay, than you thought? No, that's right. It's an ongoing thing of just farting butthole man saving the world as a giant butthole man. I'm guessing he's like a butthole with pants and maybe arms, like a cartoon donut. 
person. See, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of picturing Assy McGee, but without the ass cheeks. Yeah, just yeah. you know, spreading just, his cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> just like a big old brown donut hole. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, we are going to jump into part two of the continuing adventures of Farting Buttle Men, and uh, we'll be right back. Say that five times fast. Meanwhile, in Cityburg. A bus full of nuns has crashed into a pit full of sharks because one of the nuns is an alcoholic bus driver. Help us, nuns. These sharks don't want Jesus. They want our nun meats. Faster than mighty taco through your digestive system. More powerful than explosive diarrhea. It's farting butthole man. Save us, farting butthole man. May the Lord fill your sphincter with righteous wind. Eat shit, you fucking sharks. Oh, oh, I mean, praise the Lord and thank you for fighting. Thank you, fighting butthole man. You know, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, this is a great idea. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. Uh, guys, oh, I like I like that the num became Peter. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking Jack. I have been uh, reorganizing my shelves in my basement. And I like all my Freddy stuff in one spot, all my Jason stuff in one spot. And I got to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I was like, Jesus Christ. They never completed the family. Nobody's ever made the cook, which I guess maybe if you couldn't get the actor, okay. But nobody's ever made Grandpa? You don't need anything. Huh. It's a guy in a mask. And it just struck me, like, what are their lines that are out there that, like, there's just glaring emissions that they've just never completed. Can you guys think of any? I mean, like, they haven't made all the Jasons, and I know that's like a giant pet peeve of mine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one that one irks the hell out of me. Um, but, like, who's missing from anything? Hmm. Is there, like, that one Transformer that's always on the TV show that they never fucking made into a toy? Well, or, I mean... I know Ninja Turtles was like rife with this in the the old Playmates line, like the fact that we never got the other two punk frogs. You know, yeah, we got two yeah. of the punk frogs, but we never got what was it, Rasputin and Attila. They still haven't completed the punk frogs. <laughs> well, they did it for the NECA line, but yeah, yeah, exactly. For yeah, me I feel the same. <laughs> uh, if Super Seven does that, I'll count it. Like I'm sure there's art somewhere. Of what they were supposed to look like, maybe. Um, it'll be cool when they get to it. I mean, they've hinted at it. And we've got Josh, who's more than willing to, like, tackle those, like, missing pieces like the creep. Mm-hmm. Um, Ice Cream Kitty. How are those going, by the way, Josh? Going well. Going well. Uh, I know... I I can't, I can't speak for the artwork. I know I am tweaking... Uh, tweaking and playing with still just like how to secure this fucker yeah i'm i'm like 
I've come up with a few ideas and they're not as secure as I'm liking. Uh, it's, it's one of those things that I'm really I'm taking my sweet ass time because I, I, I would, I would just hate to ship them out and have something get broken or the paint like get scratched the fuck up, you know? Absolutely. So I'm, I'm playing with a lot of options. Um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping maybe it was only like, I'm hoping I got overzealous and saying I wanted to release it early April and it's just going to be an early May thing. Cause the toy is done. I just need to, just need to get everything else done. Uh, um, but also to be fair, uh, I did take like a solid week off to just like be a bum for my 40th. That's you should. It's your right to be a bum for your 40th birthday. Um, I would just make like a silicone mold to put him in for every single box because that's totally cost effective. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, or maybe like cut open a mango and just plop him in. No, what's what's likely going to happen is, uh, you know, you know how certain like higher end toys like have like the foam padding. Yeah. It's probably going to be something very similar to that. Yeah. I mean, packing peanuts. Mm, maybe, maybe the cats love those, you know, who doesn't like waiting for your cat to shit a packing peanut out. Maybe, got... you know, maybe, maybe I'll use a bunch of, bunch of severed buttholes. Yes. <laughs> and if you ever wonder where those dried peach rings come from, they're buttholes. Just, just throwing it out. Oh man, I fucking love those. No wonder. Yeah. That's why there's that little bit of brown on every one. Um, <laughs> like GI Joe, they never made Quinn. Yeah. Uh, I know other companies have like Super Seven, but like Hasbro, like you know, Hasbro did make a Quinn as a collector's club thing. Shit. Well, Hasbro made a Quinn in the 25th anniversary line. Um, or not 25th anniversary. It was uh retaliation i think is when they came out it was after they did the movie toys yeah it was after retaliation but they were still doing stuff like here's ultimate cobra commander and ultimate storm shadow and here's night viper and quinn um and data viper which is not even (laughs) like anything anyone ever knew but here we're putting them out um so and the quinn figure we got in that line was really nice but og line no we never got a quinn and we should have because he was in the cartoon all the time yep uh big lot i'm quinn <laughs> who is uh pythona big, big lob and pythona are the two that pissed me off the most as a kid because it's like i had all of the other new recruits and i had i had cobra law why didn't i have those two characters yeah like i can maybe get pythona because she's a woman but that never really stopped gi joe you still you got james yeah. I was going to say, I don't think that, that that's the thing that always confused me is is hearing people say like, you know, oh, you know, female figures in a boy's toy line doesn't sell. Yet everyone I knew had Baroness, Lady J, Scarlet, Jinx, you know, and then April O'Neil, Tila, Sorceress, Evil Lynn. Like, we all had these toys. I'm like, what do you mean they don't sell? I get that. That's it's long overdue. Yeah. Um, God, He-Man, probably Queen Marlena. Yeah, with He-Man, I'm trying to think. Like, I can't think of a character. And you know, oh. actually, 
Oh, the okay. Shadow Weaver. Shadow Weaver, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. I was like, oh, yeah, we just oh, talked yeah. about this earlier. Shadow Weaver. And Uncle, what was uh, the... Uncle Montark or Dorco. <laughs> what was the. Um, she was in. Uh, Scorpia. Thank you. I was going to yep. say in She Ra, yeah. Um, and and He Man, though, I, I will say one of the things that I always wanted that we never got was just one of the uh, the little robot minions of Skeletor. And uh, I was sad we never got those. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Mattel, or, uh, the blah, blah, blah. Mattel did it, and uh, never, like, for uh, Jesus, I'm brain farting. I think for I have classics? brain damage for classics. Yeah, but never for the and they're pretty cool, but they're pretty fragile. Well, that's the thing. I I'm st- I'm talking like OG lines. Like a lot of the stuff that we are talking about have had figures. Like both Big Lob and Pythona have definitely come out uh, in collectors club stuff. Um. You know, Quinn has been released a couple times now, Super 7 and Hasbro. So, but I'm saying, like, back in the day when we were kids, we never got, like, we've had multiple Shadow Weavers now, because there was a Shadow Weaver figure from Super 7. There was the, well, two Shadow Weaver figures from Super 7, the Reaction and the, you know, one where they were doing, like, the updated He-Man figures. Um, but, but yeah, the point is, like, as 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 children, we never got these these freaking characters that we wanted. And uh, with He-Man, like, I really wanted those little robots as a kid in the same way that I wanted Mausers for the TMNT line when I was a kid. And not the big wind-up one. No, I didn't want a giant count. Mouser. Yeah, yeah, I wanted a package like they did in the 2012 uh, Turtle line and how Super 7 did with just a package of Mausers. And as a kid, yeah. I wouldn't have even been picky. They could have just been static, like, army men style figures, just gray, silver, plastic. With like a red sticker on their face for their eye, their you know, little eye light, and I would have been happy. Give me five of those, and boom, I I would have gone nuts for that. You know, Josh's stuff was standing. I think the Mauser set from the 2012 Turtles might be my favorite release from that whole line. Oh yeah, I I absolutely loved those figures. I when I didn't even know they were coming out. I happened to be just wandering through Walmart after work one night. Uh, back when I worked uh, four to midnight and Walmart was still open all night um, and they were just putting out figures and I saw Snakeweed and I'm like, oh, that's a cool looking toy. And then I saw them put out a package of Mausers and I'm like, wait, what? These are coming home with me. <laughs> like, Man, you must have did that every night. Oh, I did that all the time when I worked four to midnight because it was so easy. It was just like I would get out of work, be like, well, wife and kid are asleep. What do I got to do right now? I'd stop at Walmart, just kind of like poke around in the toy section, usually just like buy myself a Mountain Dew and go home. <laughs> but uh, a lot of times I'd get cool toys. So, yeah, that, I don't man, know why that's Walmart... as funny as it is, but it is. <laughs> What's that? God damn it, Walmart. Open up for 24 hours again. I know, right? Yeah, I said, I don't know why that's as funny as it is, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> buy myself a Mountain Dew and go home. Um. Mountain yeah, that, and then just go to bed whenever the hell you feel like it, because you sleep weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't as robust as I thought it would be, because nowadays that's the thing is starting a line and going back and making that character that they never fucking made, right? Almost immediately, like Star Wars. Well, something that happened in Star Wars, the vintage line that hasn't been remade, are the Imperial dignitary figures from the Power of the Force. Because the two actresses were smart enough to not sign away their likeness rights to George Lucas. 
Right. And now they won't budge until they get a billion dollars. And Hasbro's like, fuck you, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Which, for the most part, you know, um, <laughs> although I do hope they make a uh, retro style uh, Chavez dancer. Would be really sweet. Or, uh, you know, like the fat one with like eight tits. Oh, yeah. What's oh, her yeah, name? Del Gargan. Um, yeah, Yarno Del Gargan. I was like, I know Josh knows the name. <laughs> Come on. Black Series, Vintage Series, Funko, t shirts. Uh, I I remember excitedly waiting uh, at the Times Square Toys R Us for Star Wars Midnight Madness when they were releasing the first ever Yarna Del Gargan. I was going to say, I remember them releasing her. I went and very excitedly bought myself a Yarna Del Gargan and the first ever Darth Vader with two-piece removable helmet. Uh, I remember Yarna being one of those figures that hung around forever. Mm-hmm. And she was... I, Either she was in the weapons locker or the build a droid gimmick. I can't remember. Um, both awesome gimmicks, by the way. Um, I wish Hasbro kind of had the the balls to do stuff like that again. But uh, yeah, Yarna Del Gargan. Maybe I'll call the episode that instead of Rob Schneider as a podcast. I don't um, know. Rob Schneider as a podcast is pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Oh, fucking Rob Schneider with his fucking. Tattoo little shit kisser. Uh, I had a friend, uh, Doug, if you're listening, Transformer Doug, hello, my roommate, one of my best friends, lived in Ithaca, and I would come and see him, and his, uh, the Kmart that was in Ithaca had Yarna Del Gargan until they fucking went out of business. Just sat there forever, like nobody wanted <laughs> it. Um, it was the funniest thing ever. Cracked me up. That's funny. Uh, all right. We teased this a few weeks ago, but then Josh had to regenerate into another actor whose name I just lost. Uh, sweet baby Jesus. That I need guy. To sleep more. That guy from the the IT crowd. No, no, I I regenerated into sweet baby Jesus. All right. So yeah, Josh is baby Jesus, the Time Lord. Uh, <laughs> Mike, you suggested this that. We ad lib like what's because they love doing this in the 80s Robocop Police uh, Academy Police Academy Rambo Commando like these rated R flicks and they turned them into toy lines for kids. Yep. What's a movie that's just super rated R not for kids that Kenner would jump on and just be like let's turn it into toys because the <laughs> kids will love it. Uh, well one of the first ones that popped into my head just trying to be like as inappropriate as possible, but still figure out a way to make it where kids would want to play with these toys. But Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> you, you took yeah. it out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. So I, I pictured, like, again, picture the, uh, like, Police Academy style of figures. So overly animated, kind of chunky. But, like, who's like, I wrote here, Lewis and Gilbert, but with clip-on robotic armor using the powers of nerddom to turn them into go-bots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I can picture, like, buy the Lamar shit out with of the spear-throwing action. Yeah, I actually have that. Lamar would have a javelin throwing, a uh, javelin glider that he could throw. Um, like, one of those little foam plasticky gliders. <laughs> he would just kind of, like, cup it by the shaft. <laughs> of course, Ogre's the bad guy. Oh, yeah, no, I got three bad guys on this line. I put uh, Ogre would come with a massive trophy that could actually fit the other nerds into, 
but he would have like the uh, like weightlifting action, like the Colossus toy biz oh, figure. Oh yeah, yeah, squeeze his legs and his arms go up. Yeah, but you could you could put the the trophy in his arms with a nerd in it, and then squeeze his legs, and he'd like fling it over his head and like throw him. <laughs> nah. Um, we'd have Stan Gable with punting action. He'd have a little nerd cutout that he could kick over. Um, just because you have to have a kicking figure. And then Coach Harris, of course, would have a megaphone uh, that would double as a kazoo. But hold on <laughs> one second. My cat is trying to destroy things. But what about Booger? Would he be the slime toy? I feel like he oh, would yeah. need to be. He would absolutely have the uh, the Muckman action of, like, pull his skull cap off and pour... You know, pull it, pull his his adorable Jufro off and and throw slime in there. <laughs> I can imagine like he's the slimer of the line. Like everybody loves Booger, of course. Oh yeah. But they could have like the twelve inch pull string talking Booger, where you get him to talk and he screams, "We've got Bush." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I saw a douchebag, but that's. Or, I thought I saw my mom's douchebag, but that's in Ohio. Um, <laughs> have a poindexter figure and he'd have like the bionic man feature where you kind of like look through the back of his head to see out of his eyes but it would be really really blurry instead of looking awesome that's hilarious (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't work (laughs) right (laughs) and then of course you have to have the greek carnival playset stage that would have lights the snake mountain style microphone action and little dancing platforms where you could clip the figures onto them and move them around like the Dagobah uh, Kenner platforms. Do you guys remember those where they have the like little levers yep. sticking out the side and you could make them fight? <laughs> You'd make them dance. I could totally picture them reusing something from another toy line that made no sense. Mm-hmm. Like the Ewok battle catapult. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, slapping the nerd, French and nerds on it. The nerdapult. They'd put like, I don't know, like dirty laundry or something and launch it at the nerds. Like all the uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves toys were just reused counter crap. Right. Uh, I thought like completely, completely inappropriate, like Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> With impaling action. <laughs> like, just some genius is like, yeah, right in our movies. Kids love them. Let's make toys. Uh, <laughs> I think this would actually be kind of successful as Texas Chainsaw 2. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Um, as just Kenner toys, like just irony free, uh, you know, <laughs> Dennis Hopper with like spinning chainsaw hands and, uh, <laughs> sweaty I mean, stretch. If, if they actually had a Texas chainsaw two line, even now I would absolutely buy it. Um, yeah. Who's, uh, the French fry log cabin. Oh, LG LG with removable face. <laughs> or like he spits made a little french for a house for you darling <laughs> you know how many times i've done that and quoted it and Teresa's <laughs> just like what and it's just for me <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh anytime we God. get large fried mcdonald's she gets pissed at me because they get cold <laughs> but i'll do that like where i'll yank of a mashed potato mountain like this means something <laughs> made a little french fry house for you darling did I ever tell you guys the crazy story of when I first watched Texas Chainsaw 2 with Jess? Your first time I know seeing you it told or me first that. time seeing it? The f- first time with, with Jess. Okay. Um, 
so I was watching it at my parents' house with 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 Jess, and uh, this was my parents live in a raised ranch, so we're on the second floor. All the lights are out. We're watching this movie, and I mean, you guys have obviously seen it. You know how Chop Top is like a little weaselly, scurry around little crazy motherfucker. Yeah. Um, it was right during the scene with where they invade the uh, radio show, and we're sitting there and we hear something hitting the side window of like the upstairs side window, and I'm looking and a rock hits it. I'm like, what the fuck? So I look out, and as soon as I look out the window, I see this scraggly little motherfucker, like, run off into the shadows. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And this is, like, two in the morning. So I'm freaking the hell out. So I'm, like, trying not to, like, show Jess how terrified I am. And I'm like, go back to the movie and starts happening again. I'm like, okay, there's somebody out there. So I'm like, oh, gotta be a man. (laughs) I go out the front. Who the fuck is out here throwing rocks? And this fucking scared teenager he's like oh does kelly live here and i'm like no and he's like oh i got the wrong house sorry man and he took off and i'm like fuck i almost had a heart attack over a horny teenager <laughs> uh if you're a, a horny teenager listening to this podcast there's a chance um <laughs> If there's ever a fuck around and found out moment, it's throwing rocks at a girl's window. Just don't. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Just <laughs> send a text. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this was also 2000. So texts were a little more rare at the time. Uh, You know, you could like either wake the dad up who's going to get crazy mm-hmm. or you might break the window. Yeah. Nobody wants that. No. Just don't. <laughs> don't do it. Either way, you're going to get hit with a bunch of crazy. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, maybe don't do that. <laughs> or an angry and terrified fat man might run out of his front door. <laughs> With no pants on. <laughs> Thankfully, I did have pants this time. <laughs> this time. <laughs> Could you imagine him making, like, Fatal Attraction? Or, uh, God, like some of the, like, Porky's. <laughs> that was one of the ones that... <laughs> that initially made me think of, of this this idea just because i pictured how hilarious would it be to have the girl's shower playset with the stretchy uh, dick yeah i was just gonna say where you have like a, a little stretchy dick on the wall that you could put ball bricker like have her holding on to <laughs> and just like clip mickey on the other side of the wall like looking terrified like ah she's got my dick <laughs> kids love stretchy dicks <laughs> they would I'm, I'm picturing peewee with uh like fast undressing action so it would be like the uh one of those like uh kenner ghostbuster figures what, what was it um x cop where the the front folds down yeah Picture that only it's it's just his clothes so you put his arms up and like squeeze his legs together and just in one giant plastic piece like <laughs> the shirt and pants just fall forward and he's just left wearing heart boxers. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> you could have meat, of course, would come with like a, a, a rocket firing like sausage cannon just because it's a toy line. Oh, man, you know, did you ever watch the sequels? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I watched them on like USA mm-hmm. when I was a kid. But I like I remember fake vomit and fake boobs or something. And like, I just haven't given them any thought. I would need to rewatch the sequels because it's been since the 80s. Like I said, Porky's one, the original, that that's the only one I've seen in recent years. And it was mainly because I couldn't remember 
how like what events led up to peewee running naked down the street where the cops pass him because it's one of my favorite favorite jokes in 80s cinema is where you just see the two cops driving down the road in the middle of the night and you just see the little pale naked man run past them in the darkness it it's so like subtle and it fucking cracks me up every time because it's just peewee just jogging down the road naked and they're like the hell was that boy doing Every time makes me laugh. I had expectations becoming a teenager that it would be more like Porky's, <laughs> uh, and less like the movie Kids. Yeah, but uh, you know, you learn the hard way, right? Oh, Kids, that's a rough watch. <laughs> don't watch Ooh. either. They don't age well. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I will say Porky's. It doesn't age well, but some of the comedy still holds up. I'm sorry, but the Lassie scenes are still fucking funny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Porky's is funny. A guy sticks his dick in a glory hole in a girl's shower <laughs> and a gigantic girl's gym teacher grabs his dick and just stretches it out. And it's hilarious. It's the, the sister from Motel Hell. It is a uh, great actress that passed away far too soon because we could have just she man, she could have just kept going with the comedy, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I love when she's trying to convince the principal to do a penis lineup so she can pick it out of the crowd. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, can we please call it a tallywhacker? Oh, my God. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it's inappropriate, but hilarious. Brought to you by Bob Clark, creator of Black, Black Christmas. Christmas and, and Christmas, Christmas Story. Story. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and Baby Geniuses. The often forgotten Baby Geniuses. All right. Are you guys ready for part three, the epic conclusion to Farting Butthole Man? Oh, boy. I don't know if I'll ever be fully ready for that. Hey, if you're a fan, send us feedback and maybe we'll make more Farting Butthole Man and just drive the joke off a cliff like we like to do. (laughs) Like our favorite game, What's Up My Ass? Who needs more of that, right? What's in my sphincter? Or Manglore, Child Molesting Severed Head. That was hilarious. I forgot uh, about Mangler. He'll be back for episode 100, I'm sure. Uh, are you guys ready? Part three. Indeed. Yes. Here we go. For his like a lot of good deeds, the mayor of Cityburg has a ceremony to present farting butthole man with a key to the city. The highest honor any butthole can receive. Farting butthole man. I, Mayor Bologna Sandwich, present you with the key to Cittiesburg. It's a really big gold key, dude. Not so fast, see? I'll be taking that key, you see? Yoink! It was then that Farting Butthole Man's arch nemesis made a surprise appearance to ruin everyone's day. Anal Fisher Stevens, I thought Farting Butthole Man threw you into a volcano behind the Kmart on Route 17. (laughs) Yeah, what Farting Butthole Man said. Fuck you, you stupid mustache-trolling, long-forgotten 80s actor. Fuck me? No, fuck you. Fuck you in the neck, see? Enjoy sitting down, Farting Butthole Man. Now I will blast you with my hemorrhoid ray, giving you space hemorrhoids. Pew, pew, pew. 
<laughs> now I'll use the key to the city to open every bank vault I find to fund my next movie, Short Circuit 3, Short Circuit Red Duplicants. <laughs> See? Will farting butthole man stop anal fisher Stevens before he robs every bank in the universe? Or will he die a slow, painful butt death because of his space, his space hemorrhoids? Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> this, is, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Red duplicants. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, Adolf Fisher Stevens. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Nothing like laughing at your own jokes. <laughs> uh. That's okay. I do it all the time on Raised by Rentals. <laughs> I, I'm always like shocked that my daughter just just makes butthole jokes. <laughs> And she, oh god, we got her uh, on Timu, which is like the new Wish. It's Wish, but with a different name. It's like the same fucking company, um, which is Alibaba. Teresa got see-through post-it notes. So Zoe discovered you put these post-it notes in the shower and they get wet. You can write on them and it looks like you wrote on the wall with Sharpie and you can't see the post-it note. So... Ah. She went in the shower with this post-it note she pre- pre-made, and she wrote, like, something with farts. I challenged her to, like, write something without the word butthole in it <laughs> to try to get her to be a little more creative. And she wrote, like, epic fart slay, S-L-A-Y. Like, I was like, <laughs> 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 oh, my God. This needs to be a sticker now. So epic fart slay. Is on stuck on the wall, and I thought like she just went in the, the shower and wrote it on the wall with Sharpie, and I'd have to like scrape it off with the razor blade. But it's a post-it note, one of her pranks. Oh my god! So epic fart slate. That sounds like a really bad band name. It does, like Norwegian <laughs> death metal. <laughs> we uh, are epic fart slay. <laughs> <laughs> we are here to play our famous song <laughs> <laughs> off our new album, Skull Spider. <laughs> Spread those cheeks, Slayers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That is amazing. Is that a better title than Rob Schneider as a podcast? <laughs> Spread those cheeks, Slayers? I think that might throw our algorithm off. No, no, Epic Fart Slay. <laughs> oh, Epic, epic oh, Fart Slay, yeah. Yeah, Epic Fart Slay is really good. But people think that we have Rob Schneider on the podcast. <laughs> they like, what? That is true. Oh god! Epic I'll put it up for a vote on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> we'll blame it on the fans. All right, oh, uh, time for our new awesome segment, the super fan shout out. If you guys have been paying attention, uh, we've had three, four so far. We've had uh, Susan. Seven. Se- yep, seven. Don't I math bad ham math. Uh, Susie Hunt, Matt LeMay, and Mike's mom. Mm. Are you guys ready for number four? Oh, indeed. It's Ruth. Ham. It's Ruth and a ham. 
Uh, I don't even know if Ruth listens to the podcast, but I think she deserves a shout out for getting you fucking Paulson, Rob Paulson, for your fucking birthday, Josh. Holy shit! I know, I know. God you know those damn. moments where you you think like your significant other hasn't been listening mm-hmm. to all your nerdy stuff, and then they like surprise you with like, oh, I know you're a Rob Paulson fan. Here you go. Yep. You know, like here's Rob Paulson. Like how fucking awesome is that? Teresa got me a PlayStation 4 out of the blue as a gift once, and I was like, what? Because I was saving because the new uh, Arkham City was coming out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't know the game was going to be a disappointment, but I wanted to get PlayStation 4 to play it. And uh, she just went and got me the system. And I was like, oh, my God, you've been listening to me. That's amazing. Um, and I'm like, your Jessica does all kinds of awesome shit for you. So, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Ruth, round of applause. You probably never listened to this, but you're this week's super fan. Woo! Get the uh, the sticker and the Dakota ring as soon as they they come back from the Dakota ring shop. Because you're Woo! a super fan. Drink your Ovaltine. I was gonna say it'll remind you to drink your Ovaltine. Uh, jokes aside, I ordered stickers. They'll be coming. So you know, if you're a fan, you can kind of like stick it to something for Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash and. Your other favorite podcast, Boogeyman's Closet. Woo! So uh, you can stick the sticker directly to the count's taint, Blair. or to <laughs> Rob Schneider's butthole. That's right. Rob I Schneider unbelievably, is. I have an unbelievably smooth taint. It would be like putting sticker on glass. Blair. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Schneider is epic fat slay. Rob Schneider is my taint. What? You know, if if we ever make uh, <sighs> farting butthole man the movie, I think it has to be Rob Schneider. Oh, there's yeah, absolutely as a giant butthole who fights Rob, Fisher Stevens. Rob Schneider fights Fisher Stevens in Farting Butthole Man this summer. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Fisher Stevens has to be Rob Schneider. Uh, it has to be uh, Adam Sandler. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Yeah, because that is just going to be... Like, that's going to be the whole movie. (laughs) Are you guys ready for the Hall of Fame? Indeed. I am. I'm not going to win it, but I'm ready. I'm definitely not going to win. I don't know. I'm not going to win either. We'll see. Uh, Egon won. Yeah. Uh, this one was like, I didn't know where it was going to go. I thought it was pretty fucking crazy um, with the three choices that we had because they're all heavy hitters. But Egon eked it out a little bit. So Jetfire and Flying Queen kind of got half and then Egon got the other half. So Egon won. Um, but I think they're all deserving in their own right. E, uh, Jetfire, I voted for Jetfire because I always thought he was cool because he wasn't really a Transformer. I voted um, for the Flying Queen because Flying Queen. Yep. Yeah. But per the rules, because I won again, I am going to pick first, and you guys get to try to beat me. Oh, Are yeah. you ready? <laughs> I have Go. picked the McFarlane Toys Max. Oh yeah. Is yeah that just one? Yep. <laughs> Especially going up against what I got. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but like our votes kind of skew young. Or like pop culture, so you never know. 
Uh, Mike, what do you got? Uh, I got a really deep cut here, but uh, I've mentioned this before. The Dragon Riders of Styx. Um, the three and three fourth inch action figures. I- I'm going to choose the Black Knight. This was one of my favorite figures as a very young child. I had him and I believe his name was Dragon Man. Um, he was like a green dragon guy. And man, I had many, 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 many hours of adventures with those guys playing with my LJN uh, Dungeons and Dragons figures. I want to so. look at a picture of him. Like I have an idea of him in, in my head. And um, I think I had one with like scraped paint. No, he's just all black. Yeah, he's solid black knight with, with a, a sword, sword. And, a, and a red and uh, red and yellow shield. Dude. And I played with him constantly as a kid. If you just want like a generic badass knight. Yeah. No, he was. I played. He he was in with my LJN D and D guys all the time. Same thing with the, actually uh, Dragon Man and the Demon um, that I got with the. Uh, which we call it the 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 black wings. He was the little red demon guy with the black wings. Um, they were all in my my D and D line. These guys had knee articulation, though, right? What's that? These guys had knee articulation. Yeah, they had knee articulation, and I think that was about. Or did they have elbow articulation? I don't think they. No, nah, I'm looking at picture now. They don't. Yeah, no. Okay. Straight I'm arms. Looking at it now. Um, no, they were just kind of molded and like a half bent on some of the figures. I want to share this point, Josh, before you wrap it up. Um, we were talking about the Dungeons and Dragons toys from NECA. I like this line because I don't want them all. Mm-hmm. And all I want now is Melf and Elkhorn. I good. really want Elkhorn. Elkhorn was my favorite, still is. Um, I personally like Dreamline. I want them to bring back the ljn style line three and three fourth inch just with like in modern you know modern articulation and details i i want the monsters oh yeah same like i would get excited about that but i don't think that's going to happen uh josh what do you got i'm i'm also going to go with a deep cut and uh i guarantee this is not going to win but i'm still i'm still nominating it i nominate Mad Scientist, Oscar Irot. <laughs> it's the uh, the little squeezy figure that spewed alien blood compound from his eyes. Nice. I'm voting for that. Uh, I love those guys. I would I would regularly like. I don't know why, but I would I would essentially use it like a, a terror dog when I was a kid. Where, like, I'd put a three and three-fourth inch figure in Oscar Irot, and I'd fill him with slime. Let I'd, like, squeeze the slime out of the eyes, and you could kind of see the face in, like, through the slime, through the eye hole. It was That's like, oh, cool. God, he's he's trapped in Oscar Irot. Oh, man, I had yeah. some looking at pictures now. Yeah, I didn't do that, but, yeah, he was always, like, an evil statue. Uh, this whole yeah, because it had that little base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they look cool. Man, mad scientists. Oh, Mike, I got bad news. Remember I sent you that tease of Mighty Max? Yeah, it's not. It's, it's fan made. I know. I was I, I I looked into it immediately and was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, I really want Mighty Max to come back. Um, It's that guy who just like he 3D renders concepts 
four mm. figures online and he made them uh imaginex sized in his yeah. 3d renders and i was like oh no <laughs> it's not happening um, yeah because he never out and out says that like these are bullshit he kind of like lets you guess before you realize that it's all bogus and uh, i feel i feel like for whatever reason in the boys toy market the really like mini figs like that they don't seem to sell like the star wars ones are kind of shelf warming um which is sad because i think they're great freaking sets like i bought a bunch of them and i love them but they're not the same like i want i want the little fold-out play sets yeah you know? yeah I, I think I, we're gonna be stuck with the vintage ones yeah and i mean i lo- i loved the galoob star wars fold-out play sets those were fantastic the micro machine ones yeah um i fucking loved those but uh, you know i wish other lines would do them like i would fucking love it if mattel was like okay we we can't i don't know if we can bring back mighty max but what if we did uh we made minis out of motu you know i would go crazy for that like we already see the world's smallest selling pretty well so what if they were doing like hey here's a skeletor head unfold it and it's it's snake mountain comes a little yes. skeletor and a little he-man yes you know or here's a here's a he-man head fold it out it's castle grayskull like i would buy those in a heartbeat (laughs) like why haven't they done that yet i don't know i mean at least mattel doesn't actively try to fuck you like hasbro does fuck you hasbro oh yeah hasbro sucks (laughs) brought to you by jerry's closet and rob schneider (laughs) rob schneider shops at jerry's closet Rob Schneider is farting butthole man. <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> All right, Rob everybody. Schneider endorses anal beads. <laughs> <laughs> and he really likes Quiznos. He <laughs> <laughs> Quiznos ass! Fuck Schneider's ass! <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, if anybody's ever bored, I highly suggest you just buy Josh edibles and wait. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, true story. It's a blast. I'm not going to argue with this. <laughs> you never know what kind of adventures you're going to get. Uh, this is Mike saying, play with your toys. This is Mike. This is the ca- oh, go ahead. This is the count saying, play with my smooth tent. What? As Mike's saying, do not get a footlong tattooed on your anus. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Count Creepy. Dot com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C-O-U-N-T-K-R-E-E-P-Y. Ah.